0: Good work, Samina. Samina beamed with pride at her father's words. It was unusual for a girl to receive any formal education on Jana, let alone be granted the chance to use it, but her father had recognized her talent from a very early age. The family business would be passed down to her brother Abdul. A girl running a business was unheard of, yet he'd already promised her that she could continue to work behind the scenes. Her brother had no talent for business and knew it. Thank you, Father she said as she looked down at the figures. Honestly, they weren't very complicated at all. I could do the next set right now. Her father made a show of stroking his beard in contemplation, then shook his head. Your mother will want help in the kitchen, he reminded her dryly, or we will have no food tonight. Samina rolled her eyes. I burn water, father, she said, hoping that he would change his mind. You should put Abdul in the kitchen, Her father's eyes twinkled with amusement. The only male cooks on the planet were the ones who cooked in the mosques, feeding the men who traveled from town to town, spreading the word of Islam. It was unlikely, to say the least, that Abdul would ever join them. He was simply too fond of games to take up a career in the mosque. "'Cheeky brat,' he said. He reached out and patted her on the head. "'Go help your mother while I check the figures. You can do more sums tonight.' Samina stood up and bowed, then walked out of her father's study and down towards the kitchen, where the smell of cooked meat was already starting to waft through the house. Her mother was a wonderful cook, she knew, but Semina herself had no talent for cooking. In her fanciful moment, she wondered if she had inherited the gene for trading from her father, rather than the gene for cooking she should have had. Most of her friends saw nothing wrong with spending most of their time in the kitchen. She stopped in front of the kitchen door and hesitated, catching sight of her own reflection in the mirror her mother had hung on the door. A dark-skinned face looked back at her, surrounded by long, dark hair that fell down over her shoulders. She looked almost mannish, her mother had said, apart from her hair. The doctor they'd taken her to had said that she was simply a late developer. Shaking her head, Samina pulled her hair into a ponytail and pushed open the door to the kitchen. Her mother was standing in front of the stove, boiling a piece of beef in a large pan. There you are, her mother said crossly. A strict traditionalist, her mother had little time for the work she did with her father. Only the tradition of female obedience had stopped her from making more of a fuss. Go wash the pots and pans. Simina sighed. Yes, mother, she said as she walked over to the sink. As always, her mother seemed to have gone out of her way to use as many different pans and utensils as possible. Why don't you get Abdul to do it? Her mother gave her a sharp look. Because he is at study, she said sharply. It was her latest scheme to make something of her son, and she'd nagged her husband until he'd agreed to pay for it. And because men don't work in the kitchen. It hardly seemed fair to Samina. She was better at maths than her brother, better at reading. Why did she have to get married and spend her life in the kitchen? If her father had wanted to marry her off, he could have done so from the moment she'd become a woman. She'd been lucky. Some of her girlfriends had already been married or had been practically chained to the kitchen inside their houses, permanently supervised by their mothers. But why was it that way? She pushed the thought aside and started to work on the pots and pans. Her mother kept adding to the pile or scooping up items she'd washed and using them again, forcing Samina to wash them again and again. She just wanted to walk away, but there was no point in leaving. Her mother would be angry and her father would be disappointed in her where could she go if she left? Take this out to the dining room, her mother ordered, and then come straight back. Samina took the dish of curry gratefully and carried it out of the kitchen down towards the dining room. It was the largest room in the house. Her father used it to entertain his business partners or the bureaucrats from Abdullah every few weeks. Samina had been allowed to listen to some of the discussions, although she hadn't been allowed to speak, and she'd learned more about how the world worked than she'd learned from her mother or the tutor her father had hired her for education. They hadn't bothered to conceal anything from her. Her father was already sitting on the floor. Put it down there, he ordered tiredly, and then you. There was a crash as someone opened the front door. Samina looked up to see Abdul as he stepped into the room, grinning from ear to ear. Her brother was handsome, some of her girlfriends had said, but Samina didn't see it herself. But then he'd been two years old when she'd been born, and they'd practically grown up together. She'd been very lucky in her brother as well. "'You're late,' her father said sternly. "'I had to talk to the teacher,' Abdul said. He was still grinning. "'Can you believe that he got something wrong?' Their father stared at him. "'What?' "'The teacher, the one who came all the way from Abdullah.' Abdul said. He was basing his arguments on a discredited hadith, so I had to tell him. Samina looked at her father and saw the blood draining from his face. What did you tell him? Abdul dropped into classical Arabic and started to explain. Samina scowled at him. Girls were not encouraged to learn classical Arabic, and she could barely follow one word in ten before looking at their father. He'd gone very pale. You utter idiot! he said when Abdul had finished. You- you've ruined us all. But I was right, Abdul protested. I- fool of a boy, their father thundered. Do you really think that matters? He started to pace around the room. He will have complained about you to the guardians of public morality, he snapped. You will come to their attention, and anyone who comes to their attention is lost forever. Abruptly, he turned and headed towards the door. Eat your dinner, then stay in your room, he ordered, and don't talk about it with your mother. His gaze moved to Samina. You too, he added. Don't talk to your mother about anything. Samina watched him leave, unable to suppress the nervous feeling in her chest. She'd seen the guardians of public morality, dark men in dark robes, carrying staffs from a distance, but she'd never spoken to one, and yet she'd heard the rumors of what they did to people who stepped too far outside the lines drawn for Jana's population. Those who came to their attention always regretted it. She would have asked Abdul, but their mother bustled just after their father left and started putting the rice and bread down on the mat. Instead, she ate and worried.